Hi, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach, and I'm so excited about another episode of our podcast. This is episode number 49. As a reminder, we started this podcast a little over a year ago to highlight local stories of faith and sports. So today, I'm extremely excited for you to hear from Jay Dempsey. Jay is a senior at Coppell High School here in Coppell, Texas, a strong man of faith, a former member of the Coppell Cowboys football team, which will talk in great detail in this episode of um, an injury causing him to retire from football after his junior year, but how God has redeemed that and used that in his life to draw him closer and closer to Christ. Jay is also currently the president of the Coppell Student Body. I'm excited for you to hear from Jay, so let's jump right into it. Thanks for joining me today, Jay. Yeah, no problem. So let's start with, um, a lot of listeners may not be familiar with your stories. Let's start with, uh, just tell a little bit about yourself, your family, and um, I know, obviously, you live here in Coppell now, but did you grow up here in Coppell? Uh, yeah, so I was born in Dallas and then grew up my whole life in, like, Coppell schools and everything. I went to Austin Elementary, then Coppell Middle School East, uh, and then Coppell High School, so I've been here all my life, you know, as a kid, playing, like, a ton of sports. I played baseball, soccer, you know, football. I did everything I could, really. Um, and then I guess started started getting some like interference between baseball and all these sports going on all at once. So I kind of started leaning more towards uh, more towards football. And then from there, I just kind of fell in love with the game. Um, started playing from there. And I guess when did I start playing? I guess I started playing like probably like second grade. And then uh, CYFA took off and everything. And um, that's kind of and my dad my dad was a huge factor in like me playing sports and so was my mom you know they were always encouraging me to be really um really active um trying to be a leader of uh, all my teams and everything and just kind of push me um, to be where i am so that's awesome yeah. you know in this podcast we you know it's all about faith and sports let's talk about your faith for a second and we'll mm-hmm. get back to sports i mean to talk a little bit about your faith journey did you grow up in a family you know, faith, and at what point did you realize that, you know what, I got, it's a relationship with Jesus is what I need. Yeah, so um, I grew up in a Christian household, uh, so my mom, I would say my mom's a little bit more religious than my dad, uh, not not religious in the sense of, like, believing in Christ mm-hmm. and everything, but just, like, kind of not really forcing us to go to church, me and my sister and my older sister, um, but, you know, every Christmas, every Easter and everything, all the holidays, we'd be at church and everything, and then some Sundays when my mom really wanted to go, then... Um, we'd be there with her and then it kind of my religion I guess kind of took off for myself um, whenever I went to Pine Cove so I didn't necessarily like love the camp Pine Cove itself I don't know if I was really like big on like all the activities that we did and everything there but um, one of the greatest things that I took away from that was finding myself in Jesus and like and like knowing that he he's my savior and kind of giving mm-hmm. my life to him and I think I think that must have happened probably in sixth grade sixth or seventh grade when that happened um, and then ever since you know um I joined, so I joined Valley Ranch Baptist Church um, with some of my friends. I had, I had a couple friends that were going there. So I joined there in about, I think, seventh grade, maybe, or eighth grade. Um, and so eighth grade was my first mission trip. We went to New York City and everything. Um, and then staying with VRBC, Valley Ranch, um, kind of has guided me through um, my religion so far. And, like, that's been the biggest factor in it has been going to church, being there with my friends, you know, kind of, like, growing stronger in my faith with my friends around me Mm -hmm. Um, and that's definitely the biggest thing that's impacted me and I mentioned in the intro of a former member of the Capo Cowboys football team so you're now a senior you have to retire following your junior year talk 
about the injury that led to it and just the that whole decision process? Um, all right, so I guess so it started it started way back in like freshman year, so got to high school and everything and it was me, I think it was me, maybe Jonathan McGill, TJ McDaniel, and like Trevor and stuff. Some of the coaches were considering like maybe looking at us for varsity, maybe not. Um, and I had torn my hamstring um, during one of the practices right before uh, two-a-days and everything. So tore my hamstring, and then that kind of, like, kept me from doing as well as I should have during the season. I played through it and everything. And then sophomore years rolled around, and I kind of rehabilitated my hamstring. And then um, during the summer before sophomore year, I broke my knee. Um, so I broke my knee real bad during two-a-days. And sophomore year was, like, supposed to be the year that I was on varsity and everything. Broke my, broke my knee real bad, had surgery on it, uh, and then was out my whole sophomore season. So that was kind of – and I was, like – I was considering, you know, maybe not playing football then. Um, sophomore year, I was like, maybe I should just quit. You know, maybe football hasn't really worked out for me. You know, freshman year, sophomore year, hadn't been able to play that well. Um, and then – so I guess sophomore year off season was when I started really, like, hitting weights hard, really running hard and studying film and everything – um, and got, getting pretty strong over the summer. And then junior year rolled around, and n everything went well. You know, um, every game went well. I was a good leader on the defense and everything. I led the team in tackles while I was playing and uh, started outside linebacker. And then um, kind of throughout the season, towards the end of it, I started getting looks from, like, some colleges. Um, so I was showing interest in, like, Dartmouth, Harvard, and Princeton mainly. Um, so I went and took visits there to all three of those schools. Uh, Dartmouth kind of was more of where I was leaning to. Um, other, other than the other ones. Um, and then I guess it was probably the game leading up to the playoff run. So it was the last game of our regular season. Mm -hmm. um, I remember my back was kind of sore from practice. Um, and during the game, I hit, I, I, was, uh, I was taking on a block from one of the linemen, I think a tackle or something, maybe pulling guard. And I hit him and my back kind of moved a weird way. And then it just shot pain down both of my legs. Ooh. And uh, I knew that wasn't probably a good thing. Um, so I kind of went off the sideline, and I think I took some Advil. And then um, I played the rest of the game out and everything. And so the next day, um, we had um, the trainer's room was open and everything. So I went in there, iced it and everything, and it felt okay. Um, so then that whole week of practice, I was kind of taking it easy and everything, kind of, you know, resting it as much as I could to play. And then that next game, um, I guess I was good enough to play the game. So I played uh, as well as I could. And then the next day after the game on that Saturday, um, I couldn't really feel my right leg that well. Um, kind of started a loose feeling in there. And then my whole back was just swollen. It was kind of this, this on, ongoing, like, should we do, like, acupuncture? Should we do, like, mm -hmm. uh, stem cell? Like, all, a whole bunch of different things. And we couldn't find out what the issue was until finally we went to go get an MRI and we feel, found out that I had three uh, herniated discs in my lower Ooh. spine. So um, we met with the orthopedic doctor, uh, the spine doctor, and he said, uh, basically, if I continued to play throughout the season and the rest of my life, that I could potentially be paralyzed um, if I took another hit. Or, well, I guess hearing that kind of makes the decision yeah, easier. <laughs> made it made it a lot easier, but um, I mean, I guess sitting in the room hearing that news kind of just kind of crushed me because, as I said earlier, like with the college and everything, yeah. I had this whole idea of where my life was going to go. Yeah. And then it's more than just like you can't play football. It's like, you know, your whole life is different now. Mm. Like your whole like next four years of college and everything. Like if you thought this is where you're going, you're wrong. Like, so. Wow. And then also your junior year was a 
pretty tough playoff loss. Mm-hmm. For uh, sure. It was a team that just kind of felt like some destiny was on its side. So, yep. you know, you're dealing with this career-ending injury and just one of the toughest losses and um, just kind of as a plug to previous episode, you know, go look up to the listeners, go look up Caden Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, talks a lot about that loss as a kicker and the weight that he, he bore on that. So talk about just coupling your junior year ending the way it did and the loss plus the injury, um, just what the offseason was like. Um, so you mean like after after the injury yeah. and everything? Um, all I can really say is like, I mean, I, I, think, I, I think I reacted from it like not as well as I should have. Um, I kind of went down downhill pretty quickly um i i guess i could say i was kind of depressed for a while mm-hmm. um as i think anyone would be Absolutely. in that situation um but i was i was really like really down for a while because i knew like my whole life was going to change and and everyone around was telling me like you're so much more than football like you're such a well-rounded person your grades are good and everything but like really in the moment it's like that that didn't really mean anything to me i didn't really think anything of it i was like yeah maybe i am a well-rounded person but like to me like football is my life football is mm-hmm. everything like like I'm Jay Dempsey, but I, I am the outside linebacker, like for the Colorado Cowboys. You know, it's like that's who I am. Like I live and breathe football. That's every day. It's like a football grind, you know. And so that's taken away. And like off season was tough because uh, all my friends, you know, taking visits and getting offers and talking to me about it and stuff. And then uh, one of the things that a lot of people don't really think of is like you get questions all the time, like, oh, "Well, how's football going? How's the season going? Uh, mm. How'd y'all do last season?" You know, like. Uh, where are you going to be, you know, next year? Like, how's your senior year going to be? You know, how, how you think the team's going to be? And it's like, you can't really, I mean, you can't really answer that. It's like, well, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not really playing football anymore. And then it gets into the whole story. But um, I guess after it happened, pretty challenging, um, pretty low point in my life. How was the senior year? Um, you know, the season just ended. But how, how was it for you? Um, I know you talked about the challenges of the all season, mm-hmm. but going from being on the field, being a leader, to being in the stands. Um, so, I guess it's kind of progressed uh, throughout the season that's gone on. So right when it happened, um, I knew that like since football kind of had been taken away in a sense that I couldn't play anymore, that I didn't want to be around it at all. So. Mm. Um, Right after it happened, I went into Coach DeWitt's office, head coach, and I said, you know, I, I can't play anymore, and I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to play senior year. And uh, he was like, that's fine, everything. Do you want to be on the be on the field with us senior year with a headset? Um, you can call you can call defensive schemes and plays and stuff and read the defense, and that you'd be a great help. And I said, you know, I, I really appreciate the offer, but I can't. Like, mm. I'm not going to. And, and my mom and my dad understood it, but I don't think a lot of other people did, really. They were like, you know, well, just because you can't play doesn't mean you can't help the team. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of this weight on my shoulders, like, well, I really want to help my team because it's all my friends, you know, that play. Um, but on the other hand, like, it's too painful. Mm. And, and that, that, that's how it was. So moving back to the season, senior year, um, I guess the first game that, that we played, I went to the game for about five minutes. And I remember having the feeling of, like, I'm going to throw up. Like, mm. just this just this rock sitting in my stomach. And I was, like, standing one, next to one of my best friends. And he was like, how do you feel? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, well, I mean, like, if you want to leave, like, I'll leave with you. And I was like, no, nah, you should stay. And I just left. You know, wow. I went home. And um, it was a pretty rough night. But so, I mean, it, just, just the impact of, like, not being able to play and then trying to go to the games and watch and just thinking, like, and getting the question a lot, getting the question, do you think if you were out there you would have changed the play? Like, cool. oh, like if you were out there, you know, that happened a couple of times. And it's like, 
like obviously it's like a like a horrible thing to say to someone but like but they don't know you know like right. my friends don't know it's They're just trying like to make conversations. exactly trying to make conversations like oh if you would have been out there you'd made that tackle but like that's so much deeper than it is like you know i think about it all the time if i was out there i would have made a tackle but i mean going back to the beginning of senior year that's kind of how i felt with football um and then as the season progressed going to the games and stuff i kind of took on more of like a role in the student section you know and I, I started having a lot more fun with it um and just being like with my friends and everything and i realized i didn't necessarily have to be on the field playing for me to have fun in a football game but football is still a great sport and i still love it i love watching college i love watching high school um and so just being there at the games throughout the senior year um definitely definitely made a lasting memory in my mind um and it's if, if i hadn't have gone to the games then i think i would have definitely been missing out on yeah so what role um did your faith play in, you know, dealing with the injury and having to step away from football? So that's a, that's a big, that's a big aspect of it. Um, so, I guess starting in in the, uh, in the orthopedics room, whenever he said, you know, you could get paralyzed if you play football again, making the decision not to play anymore. You know, obviously I was heartbroken and everything, and my mom kept telling me, you know, everything happens for a reason. And at the time, that's the last thing you want to hear. It's like I get it, like everything happens for a reason, like you know, you, you break your thumb or something. Like, I broke my thumb junior year of football season. It's like, well, everything happens for a reason. Like, I get that. That's small stuff, right? But, like, this, like, how does this happen for a reason? Like, why why in the world would God, like, why in the world would God, like, force me to hurt my back? That's what I was thinking in my mind when it happened. Like, why would God make me hurt my back? And for the longest time, you know, I, I had this relationship with God that was amazing, and then that happened, and it's like, you're questioning God. You question your faith and everything, and and obviously, I, I was still a big believer in Christ as it was happening, but but like you're kind of upset, and like I think mm-hmm. it's okay sometimes to to not to not understand really why God has His plan um, for you in His mind or whatever. But to me, I was really upset that it happened, and I was kind of holding God accountable, saying like, "Why did this happen to me?" Um, but then, like again, over and over, telling me like everything happens for a reason, you know. And I guess I guess time like time heals everything. Mm-hmm. I think in my mind, um, but. After um, after it happened, after it occurred and everything, um, staying, like, mad at God, I realized that wasn't really, like, the best option for me to kind of hold God accountable and say, why did this happen to me? Um, and it kind of transitioned into more of, like, well, what can what can happen from this? Like, what can become of this? What can, mm. what else, what, what other things can I focus on, right? Um, and so the, the, the relationship that I had with God definitely moved from one where I was angry at him kind of starting to realize like why it happened to me so uh if you don't mind i'm kind of going sidetrack but uh so i went on a mission trip this summer um to colorado and it's kind of a funny story that i i don't think i've told i think i've told maybe my closest friends that have gone on a mission trip before but i haven't really expressed this to anybody else but so um whether you believe it or not i was sitting there listening so after after every church service that we had uh during the mission trip we'd go back and meet with our family groups whatever like a close group of um people throughout the church um and so i was a junior at this point going to be a senior and so it was the seniors last mission trip and like every night every one of them had different uh little cards they had to read little verses that they could read and then do like a little uh, like a sermon about to our group whatever um and throughout like the week everyone had shared like big testimonies with each other and I was, I was on Friday, I was the last person of the week because everyone knew like I was going to share about my football experience and how my faith played through that. And so like in front of like in front of these people that, you know, I don't have a huge relationship with, I broke down in front of them and like was crying. And I told them, you know, like 
I don't know why this happened to me. I don't know why, like, all this stuff is occurring. And I specifically remember right after that, um, this senior, Chad, he he said, um, he read his verse and he said, I'm really sorry. Like, I don't mean to change the subject a ton. Um, my verse doesn't really have anything to do with Jay's story. Like, I don't mean to, like, if everyone was, like, you know, all sad about Jay's story, I don't mean to, like, make everyone um, feel some certain way. But he said his verse, um, and I can't remember the verse specifically, but it was somewhere along the lines of um, God wanting you to pursue him and if something is in the way of you pursuing him and giving it all to him he'll let you know Mm. and he will let you know very quickly that if you're not giving everything to him and you're not following him with a with an honest heart that he will let you know in some way or another that you are not doing the correct thing and he said that and it was almost like everyone in the room faded out everyone in the room faded out of the way and i and like jesus was talking to me through him saying your junior year you accomplished so much and you were in the spotlight you had all these people liking you you had all this popularity in high school and everything and you were you were the it dude and and i guess looking back on it now i wasn't giving it to god Mm. in that moment junior year and (laughs) that's weird to say now because i can definitely look back on a lot of instances where yeah junior year you know i was the guy you know i was doing all this stuff but i wasn't honoring god in anything that i did I pray before games, and I and I felt like I had a good relationship with Christ through junior year. But really, I was loving the attention. I was loving the popularity. I was loving all the stuff that I was getting, the attention from colleges and stuff. And I was more concerned with that. And I was like, well, I don't really need to go to church. I mean, like, I don't, like God's doing all this stuff for me. I, I thank him for everything. But, but, like, you know, like, I'm doing this by myself, you know, kind of. And I had that mentality. And so on the mission trip, when he said that, it kind of became apparent to me. Um, and it all connected, like, this whole spiderweb of events connected, like, uh, the voice in my head, my mom saying, you know, everything happens for a reason. Him saying that verse, it's like, well, there you go. That's the reason. Like, I just spent all this time, you know, wondering why would this happen to me? Why in the world did this occur? And it's like, well, God is steering me in the right direction. So ever since that happened, the mission trip, um, you know, senior year, like everything took off from there. Like it was like a life-changing event just happened, felt down about it. And then I realized the reason why it happened. And the reason being my faith playing a huge role in it and just believing that it, you know, that's true. Like, I wasn't honoring God and um, him leading me on a path that is honoring him. Like, that's huge. So I've talked to a number of guests on this podcast, and a lot of them will talk about how, whether it's high school, college, or pro, athletes struggle with identity. Mm-hmm. You know, identity is in, I'm Jay Dempsey, the football player, not Jay Dempsey, the follower of Christ or whatever. So yeah. uh, that, that, that's, a good, that's a good testimony of um, what you know, that God will get our attention. Yeah. If there's something Absolutely. You know, standing in the way. Um, so we have a lot of listeners, um, student athletes, middle school, high school, college that listen. And I'm going to ask you to maybe offer some advice or encouragement to them. Um, there's, it's Now is not an easy time to live out your faith mm. in the public arena. Um, and athletics provides a platform that other people don't have. So what encouragement would you offer that student athlete that is struggling to be bold in the schools? Um, I would say probably the biggest advice that I have would be if there's a leadership position open, take it Mm. always. If there's um, a position to be the captain of the football team or captain of any sport or I mean, I, I'm, I'm the president of, uh, of, like, CHS. I'm the school president, right? And I didn't really want to do that at first, but then I thought, you know, why not? And I took that leadership position, 
And I mean, the thing about religion playing a role into it is like being the president of the school, like there's obviously a lot of kids that aren't Christian. There's always a lot of kids that are other faiths and other religions, right? But the whole idea that I have behind it is if I can lead them in a way that's serving God mm. and that's being a Christian, then I fulfill my duty. I don't have to force Christ on them. I don't have to force Christianity on them. But by leading them in a way that serves God, I'm being a good person to them and I'm, and I'm being the person that I should be in Christ. Um, so that'd be the biggest piece of advice that I have is just take every leadership position you have and then lead um, in a godly fashion. That's awesome. Is there a favorite scripture you have that may be um, a life verse? Some people say they have a life verse or is there one that you know God has shown you in the last year that you'd share? Um, this, I mean, the verse always stuck out to me. I can't remember what verse it is right now, but there's a verse, um, I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Fear no evil. Yeah, fear no evil. Um, so that was a big one to me because a specific moment, like right after it happened, um, when I was really depressed, I remember opening my the app on my phone, the Bible app and everything, and I saw the verse of the day, and that was it. Wow. And I saw it, and in the moment, I read it, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this verse, but as it's progressed, like, yeah, I fear no evil. Like, I, like even though this bad stuff may happen to me there's always another outlet and there's always you know ways to um get past it and just because something bad happens to you doesn't mean you have to you have to fear it and doesn't mean you have to you know cower in fear over it you know step up and and overcome it with the power of god so. yeah that's good so last question we ask most everybody that's that's on here is the name of our organization all in sports outreach comes from colossians three seventeen. whatever you do in word or deed doing the name of Christ. So basically just being all in. I mean, the term all in, you hear it in every sport at yeah. all levels, right? So, but, you know, we try to talk to kids a lot about being, what does it mean to be all in with Christ? What does that mean to you? So to me, being all in means, um, I, I get many people are different in the way they like to show their faith. Mm -hmm. um, I try to lead as many people as possible. And uh, as I said before, lead in a godly fashion. But to me, focusing on my relationship alone, like, I think it's really important to be all in in yourself in Christ. Like, mm -hmm. you don't have to necessarily boast and tell other people, like, hey, I read the Bible every night. But personally, to me, like, I pray before uh, before every time I go to sleep, right? And that's just something in my mind that, like, I'm keeping my relationship with God strong. And to me, that's, like, that's like my, my cornerstone. I mean, obviously, that's a huge thing in religion that people talk about as a cornerstone. But, like, to me, just keeping my relationship with God open and asking him questions and, and praying for the things that you definitely like don't understand or um, are confused about, praying for those things, and basically just having a communication with God all the time. You know, I try to pray as much as possible. If I'm sitting in class board, um, I'll just I, I'll just pray. Like, you don't have to put your hands down and bow your head and everything. Right. Just in your mind, like, pray to God and everything, and just, and just always be thinking about it and try to talk to him as much as possible because, I mean, in the end, that's being all in to me is if you're talking to him, you're having communication with God, um, throughout your life, everyday life, then you'll show, you'll start to show it in your actions. And I think God makes that happen and God makes it possible to show, um, you know, Christ through everything you do if you're having communication with him. That's awesome. I, I just thought of the um, verse when you said that, uh, pray without ceasing, you know, because yeah. a lot of people, you know, they, they think that praying is, you know, I got to take off my hat, hold my hands, but mm -hmm. no, it's, I do, a lot of my prayer time is honestly is driving to work. Yep. Um, because that's one time, as long as I can turn off ESPN radio, because I love to listen to ESPN radio yeah. driving to work, but yeah. to get my mind right, if I can just on the highway, just 
obviously don't close my eyes, but just pray. <laughs> and I can tell how my day goes, whether I whether that was my priority or not. So that's good. Yeah. Very good. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to join me, and um, we wish you the best the rest of your senior year. Thank you very much. Thanks again to Jay for taking time to join me today and talk through um, his story, um, particularly injury um, in his junior year that led to him making the very difficult decision to retire from football and how God used that to bring him closer um, to to him. And just the encouragement to to other students and student athletes is a way to to use your your platform to to show the love of Christ is to take on leadership positions. And Jay is, like he said, has done just that as he went from a star on the football team to the president of the student body and how going on mission trips through being in, engaged in his local church has taught him where his identity is. It is not in football. Um, it is in, in Christ and what Christ has done in his life and the importance of prayer um, how Psalm 23 has really been used in, in, in Jay's life over and over, especially the past year. So thank you again to Jay. Thank you for you um, listeners out there for listening today. Um, I ask you to, to share this episode with family and friends. Again, as I said in the intro, this is episode number 49. We're extremely excited that you continue to listen and continue to share these episodes is our platform to to further share the gospel. Um, gets bigger and bigger and bigger because you continue to listen, you continue to share. Just as a, a note on that, uh, we looked at our stats after the last episode, and we've been downloaded in eight different countries in 37 of the 50 states. What an incredible honor. We're incredibly humbled that you listen that often and share these episodes as we continue to hopefully provide these stories of faith and sports to um, encourage you in your walk. And as always, we love to hear from you. Our Facebook page, All In Sports Outreach, is a great way to communicate with us. Also an opportunity to, to keep up to date um, of ways to pray for us, serve with us, and to give. And most importantly, visit our website, www.allinsportsoutreach.org. You can find out any and everything about our organization, who we are, why we do what we do. Um, and just like I, I mentioned on our Facebook page, you can see opportunities to pray for us, to serve with us, and to give. And the last thing I'm going to ask you is to please, if this episode has been an encouragement to you, share it with somebody and go to iTunes and leave us a review. The more reviews we get, the greater the platform to continue to spread the good news of Christ. Thank you, and have a blessed day.